0: there welcome to a
1: very angry let's talk tottenham after the latest dismal performance against the big rivals and letting them get an eight point lead at the top of the league not very happy today still angry about it so hence why it's just me i get to have my van, a uh, quick van, and then i don't have to talk about spurs for the rest of the evening i can enjoy my evening uh, but please get your comments coming in uh, any comments suggestions of oh, suggestions questions all of that business We'll get read out, and uh, any questions on there, we'll talk about any topics we'll talk about as well. Uh, also, hit the like, hit the subscribe, and the notification bell. Uh, you don't then have to worry about when we go live, uh, you'll be notified when we go live. And jump over to Chris's Magic as well. New trick coming on Wednesday, 7 30 pm UK time. One trick every week at that time. uh but Let's kick off, let's start. and. This incident first. Let's talk about this incident first. I'm sure you've all seen it on Sky. Uh, absolute moron there being held back by the steward. Hopefully he cracked his head as he pushed him back. No, I don't I don't like Arsenal at all. Can't stand Arsenal at all. But a, a player shouldn't be being kicked or assaulted after games. Uh, absolute shambolic. And I know Spurs have put a statement out saying he's going to be banned and everything like that. And that's correct. Should be arrested as well. Well, maybe that's a bit harsh, but certainly a ban and just absolute disgrace, absolute disgrace. Uh no, no need for fans to do that, and and don't want fans like that st- in the ground. Uh absolute disgrace. Hopefully, Ramsdale's all right. I know he plays for Arsenal and we should hate him, but doesn't deserve that, doesn't deserve that. And we'll talk about him a bit later on because uh two goalkeepers in the game, one played brilliantly. The other was Lloris, but we'll talk about that a bit later on. But again, slow starts. Again, God knows how many slow starts in a row there's been. Uh, Probably haven't got enough uh, fingers on my hands to actually count that. Just, I don't know. And understand how, how it's getting to that stage where it's slow start, slow start, slow start, and there's not a game where we turn it around and go, OK, let's maybe start a bit quicker. Because that second half, we actually played all right. I know Arsenal 2-0 up, probably sitting back and letting us play. I think if we'd have scored one, they'd probably turn it back on again and gone 3-1 up. But this slow start business, and, and you can get away with it against teams like Bournemouth with no disrespect to them, but against Arsenal, top of the league, flying high, you're not going to get back into the game if you give him a 2-0 head start in the first half. And, yeah, I, Thomas Partey, we all know what we think about Thomas Partey. We don't need to go into that. But in terms of on the football pitch, he ran the game in the first half. Man of the match in the first half, unless you want to give it to Saka, who was a constant menace to Uh, uh Talk about Son a bit later on, not tracking back and not helping Sessegnon out. But, Yeah, horrendous. Absolutely horrendous, this slow start. And brings me on to to, to Conte, really. Uh, I did have a photo of him. Let's bring a photo up. Here we go. And, yeah, kind of brings me on to Conte. There he is there, not looking too happy. I'm not bloody surprised. Conte to stay or go or will he walk? I was sat next to Gareth in the game. He was saying just after the game finished, Conte will walk, resign Uh, tomorrow, being in today. That hasn't happened. I personally think, unless he's fired, he's going to walk after January transfer window if he doesn't get what he wants. Uh, And again, like, Conte is a manager. He's a brilliant, brilliant manager. If he has the players in that he needs. You know, he plays in a certain system. And you know, if he has that certain system and the players to play in that system, he wins leagues, he wins cups, he wins this and that. He doesn't have the players here. So why on earth Levy, and we'll talk about him a bit later on, why on earth Levy is appointing someone who he knows has a certain, well, he doesn't know, does he? Levy knows fuck all about football. And yeah, why the hell he's appointing someone who he knows or should know or someone's going to tell him need certain players and we don't have them so therefore he's going to have to buy those certain players and he's not going to buy them for him. I don't know what he expects and to be honest Conte wasn't a a, 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 when Poch came in there was a project there you know, five year project, more whatever. Conte wasn't like that. That was a stopgap because it was a reaction to the booing of Levy and the Levy out chance after the Nuno debacle against Man United, and it was a, a an appointment to appease the fans. We've got Nuno in, who's terrible. We've just been battered at home by Man United. Get one, a top top manager in that will appease some of the fans. But it was that's all it ever was in, in 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 my book. It wasn't a let's help Conte build this and win us a cup, win us a league. It was always appease the fans. Hopefully we can win a league, but without the players. Conte system doesn't work. You have to have the certain players in there. You have to have good wing backs. And we've got one, and he's 33 now, so losing his pace and losing his edge. Emerson couldn't cross a road, let alone a football. Doherty, I actually thought, played all right and then got taken off, which I don't really understand. Jed Spence is a Conte type player, an attacking uh, wing back. But here's the problem that I've got with Conte now. The stubbornness. The stubbornness. We all know that Jed Spence probably was a Levy signing, not a Conte signing. So he's refusing to play him to prove a point. Point's been proven. We're we're playing shit in the starter games. We've just been battered by our our rivals. Uh, He can't even get a game against Portsmouth. Uh, I don't know when he's going to play if he's not playing against Portsmouth. So... And, and this slow start, the amount of slow starts we've had, it cannot just be the players are, are playing badly. It's got to be down to the manager as well. And and I've said it before, and, and Danny Murphy said it on match of the day two yesterday. If, if you start off in a negative way, it's allowing the, the players to be in a negative mindset going into the game. And I think, if you're in a negative mindset and the other team are in a positive mindset and you've got to switch up, it's a lot, lot more difficult to switch from a negative mindset to a positive mindset mid-game, especially when the other team are already there. But it's much easier to switch from a positive mindset to a let's shut up shop and a negative mindset, certainly when you've got something to hold on to, like a, a 1-0, 2-0 lead or something like that. And yeah, the stubbornness of Conte, uh, uh, <laughs> Brian Hill comes on 87 minutes, not really sure what he's going to do in two and a half minutes plus injury time. So for me, Conte, just just get rid of him now. I, I know it's going to be fairly controversial. But he is a world-class manager if he has the players. And he's not going to get the players here. So he's 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 not the world-class manager at Tottenham because he's not allowed to be because he's not going to get the players in. But then he doesn't help himself with this stubbornness and just, I'm refusing to change everything. I'm refusing to change everything. Yeah, I'm refusing to change everything. I'm going to carry on with this shit show week in, week out. We've got Man City next. We haven't won a game in in two games. Going to be angry. Harland hasn't scored in a while. If we keep that down to four, we've done pretty well, I think. I think Man City are going to absolutely kick the hell out of us. And, yeah, it's my girlfriend's birthday, so thankfully I'm going out for a meal, so I don't have to watch that shit. Uh, If it wasn't her birthday, I'd probably be down the pub crying into a pint of beer because I'll be watching us get absolutely battered. And I'm usually quite positive about Spurs, but I can't find anything positive in this Man City game away from home, I think. And and Fulham, play like we have been, they'll beat us as well. Mitrovic will cause us all sorts of problems. Uh, So yeah, so Conte, unless he's going to change and not be as stubborn and then, you know, play attacking football like we do in the second half, for me, just, just just get rid. He's not a Tottenham fit. And and I mean, this is going to be controversial. And, and it's not the answer. It's not the answer. But I can't see anything better at the moment. Bring Poch back. He's not the answer for me. It's too soon for Poch. He's still there with half the players who threw him under the bus and the chairman who wouldn't give him the rebuild. Uh, and that's the real issue as well that I'm really angry about. Arsenal at the moment, of where we were four years ago under Poch, four or five years ago under Poch, we had that. We were in that level and we've regressed because the owner would not give a rebuild and has got in a manager to try and win a cup in Jose, sacks him before a cup. And now a manager, top manager, he won't give the players to when you know that give him the players, he'll win stuff. And we had what Arsenal had and we've thrown it away. They've taken our blueprint. They've taken our blueprint that we threw in the trash. And now look where they are. Now look where they are. But I'd bring Poch in. Uh, Like I say, I don't want (laughs) to... I'm not saying bring Poch in because he's our saviour. That ship has sailed. But I can't see anything better. We need an attacking manager who will play youth because we've got a severe lack of creativity in the middle of the pitch. That's evident. Poch will at very, very least sort that out, I think, because he'll bring Alfie Devine in and... He's done that before. He brought Winks in when he was young and and Winks, yeah, terrible, terrible now, but he was quality at the time. Same with Deli Ali. I know that wasn't through the youth, but it was a youth player. Put him in at 18 and then he repaid him. Harry Kane as well uh, 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 replacing Adebayor and forcing Adebayor out. So I think Alfie Devine will come in. He's got creativity. He's got something to prove he'll be hungry and that's another issue. Apart from a Charlison when he came on, no one looked really fussed about getting stuck in. Hoiberg did it in fits and starts, but not in any kind of regularity. And yeah, there's big, big issues. I mean, you saw the picture uh, 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 at the start. Big, big problems. Big problems. So that's what I do. Bring Poch in. He's a free agent. He's probably hoping that Conte, if he's going to do that, that Conte walks because then there's no compensation. But if Conte's got any sense, he'll wait until he's fired. Which Levy will probably do. Uh, but there's there's no way he's getting any signings in, in January, I don't think. Not of any note anyway. He'll obviously have a list of I need this player and I need that player. He won't get anything like that. Because if he was, Pedro Po would be in by now. And Leando Trossard would not just be we're interested in him. There'll be some concrete stuff that's going on. Uh and yeah, I, I don't really know where to go other than to bring Poch in. But again, that's just papering over cracks. That's not going to sort things out. May get lucky. May get lucky if Poch came back and then he'd get to where we were uh, after a season or two when he was in last time. But again, I can't. So we, we can't keep going on like this. I don't think starting like this because it's it's not going to go well. We it, play like this, but there's no chance of getting in the top four. And if we play like this, we'll get beaten by Preston in the FA Cup in a week or two's time. Uh, But lose to Arsenal, lose to City, lose to Fulham. We could be well out of that top four race in the next couple of weeks. And then it's only the FA Cup. We ain't going to do anything in the Champions League. Uh, And yeah, brings me on to the man that a lot of people hate. I gave him the benefit of the doubt, but even now, I put a question mark there for me. The answer is yes. He's taken us as far as he can now. When he took over, we were mid-table mediocrity, which we're in the risk of falling down into again. Mid-table mediocrity. He has improved us off the pitch. Off the pitch, I said this on the the previous shows, I think he's done an okay job in the sense that off the pitch, getting us uh, uh, more noticed, uh, more status, higher status. We're much more well-known now worldwide than we were. We're not mid-table mediocrity anymore. We are. When he took over, we were, uh, you know, mid-table. If we can get into Europe, that's good. Now, if we're not in the Champions League, we're furious and we should be winning leagues because we were there. So he has improved us in that way. But then it's about the next step. You know, we got into the Champions League. We were title contenders. So then it's about the next step. Right, Okay, Next step is we're not title contenders. We're title winners. And he never took that step. 16-17 season when we finished second to Chelsea that summer was when you needed to really, really give Poch the backing, give him the backing. You know, we had the best first 11, I think, in that season. It was a squad that let us down. So then you buy in a couple of top, top quality players, instantly makes your, 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 your squad better. But he didn't. And then the following season was no sign-ins at all. Uh, and then we've regressed. And then Poch gets the bullet for it because he's not getting the players he wants. He called for a rebuild. Levy didn't do it. All about the money. He's made a lot of money. Uh, 20 million, I think, they took us over for. Now we're we're worth at least a billion. Uh, Time to go. Time to go for Levy now. And I say I think he's done an okay job off the pitch, getting our status up. He's done a very good job. And we'll never be in the red with him. But the chairman also has to do stuff on the pitch and back the manager. And there he's been pretty much nothing short of shambolic. There's, There's countless... Managers who called for countless players. Redknapp called for uh, Luis Suarez from Ajax. Uh, There was a defender as well when he got uh, Ryan Nelson and then uh, Suarez was replaced by Luis Saha. Poch asked for Mane from Southampton. We got Kudu. He asked for Ronaldo from Newcastle. We got Sissoko. The list goes on. He hasn't backed the manager. He has spent money, but it's always been generally apart from the odd one here or there, you know, Sam Kulisevsky, Benton and there'll be a few others, Van der <laughs> Bale, I suppose. It's always been on the wrong player that the manager didn't want, you know, 60 million pounds on Undumbele, what an absolute flop, 40 million pounds on Lo Celso, what an absolute flop. I like Cessignon, but tw- you know, 25 million, he's, he's, he's... <laughs> we'll talk about him a little bit later on as well. So for me, Levy's taken as far as he can. He's, Massively improved our, our worldwide uh, recognition and status. It's got us to where top outside of the top four is unacceptable, whereas so it was a pipe dream when he took over. He hasn't taken that next step. And that's what we need now. But then we've got to be careful. We might, I don't want a Qatari taking over. I had really, real, big issues uh, with Newcastle being taken over by the Saudis and, and Man City as well. Uh, so if we get taken over by the Qataris, I can't then say, well, it's okay because it's Tottenham. I don't want the Qataris taking over. But then is any billionaire completely clean? Probably not. Probably not. But people who have awful human rights records, when one of FIFA's mantras is football's for everyone, and then, you know, teams are being taken over by it, and, and World Cups are being staged in countries that, you know, ban women and uh, homosexuals. It's not for everybody, is it? If that's the case, if you're banning those, those, those uh, that gender and that persuasion. Absolutely disgrace. So I don't want the Qataris to be taken over, but we need someone else to take us over who is willing to spend the money and back the manager. That's the issue. Levy has spent money, money. He hasn't backed managers. Uh, all of those players, like I said, and a big chat out, shout out to Wayne in the chat. Levy has only got away with a few rare transfers that were any good at Tottenham: Keane, Defoe, Dawson, Berbatov, Dembele, Van der Vaart, Modric. In twenty-three years, I, I'd add Kulisevsky and Bentenker to that as well, and Son. Uh, But, yeah, the amount of signings we've made compared to how many have been actually good, very small minority. And that's backing the manager. If he did what Abramovich did after a little while, Abramovich tried to take over and realized quickly he can't do that. But then he stayed in the background, uh, ignore all the Russia stuff and everything like that. He stayed in the background, gave the money, let the football people do the football stuff. And look what happened with Chelsea under his tenure there, you know, winning everything. Uh, if Levy just stayed in the background and didn't get involved, hired the Paraticis, the Contes, the Poches, the, whoever the manager is, you do the football stuff. He'd be a brilliant chairman, absolutely brilliant chairman, because we'd be spending the money on the right people. He'd be making us financially secure. He'd be massively improving our stature in the game, but he won't. He has to get involved in the football and he knows nothing about football quite clearly. Uh, he may be a fan, but he knows nothing about football and, uh, yeah, Wayne also says Bale, Son, Romero, Kulu, if we sign Kulu permanently. I think we have to sign Kulu permanently. I think that's part of the deal. The, 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 the question mark is how much money is it for, depending on how if we're in Champions League or not. Uh, but, yeah, absolutely sure. We've got so many problems. And then we come on to the players. Now we come on to the players. So let's talk about this guy. Oh, dear, where to start, where to start. Uh, for me, has to be dropped now. Has to be dropped. Uh, when is enough enough? Uh, you know, you can say he's World Cup winner and he's world class. So Soko won a World Cup and he was crap. So just because you've won a World Cup doesn't mean you're brilliant. He was world class, Loris, and he has been in his time the best goalkeeper I've seen in my lifetime at Spurs. But at the moment he's terrible. I think four games on the trot, he's he's made a mess up and it's cost us a goal and. I mean, watching that game there, I was at the game. I couldn't believe what I was seeing, so my brain had made me forget. I watched it all match of the Day when I got home, uh, when I woke up this morning, and far worse than I thought. Absolute shambles. He will say it took a deflection off Session, but I'm sorry. People say he's a world-class goalkeeper. If you're a world-class goalkeeper, there's no issue with catching that and and, and sorting that out. Uh, uh Put Forster in. Put Forster in. Whiteman on the bench. Tell Loris to just, you know, take up his coaching badges in his spare time. When's enough enough? We desperately need a new goalkeeper now. And the defence is nervous because they've got Loris behind them. Loris is nervous because he's got that defence in front of him. Complete miles and miles away from where we were with Pochettino and, and Loris there. The Tongan and Uh And yeah, Wayne here. Should have been sold two years ago. Too many clangers for me. That first goal Sunday was slapstick. Embarrassing between Hugo and Sess. I will talk about Cess a little bit later on. Uh Yeah. But who do we get? You know, we, that's the other thing with Levy. Never proactive. We need a new goalkeeper. We need a new goalkeeper. Let's go get one once the goalkeeper at number one at the moment is absolutely all over the place. We should have done. What we did when Lovies came in in the first place. You know, Brad Friedel, top quality goalkeeper on his way out because of his age, but still top quality. Don't Never really made any mistakes, Brad Friedel. But he had, and Lovies had to force him out, had to force him out. So he had to be on top of his game. Friedel didn't want to be ousted, so he was on top of his game. So you had two, two quality goalkeepers there. Who have we got now? Forced who never plays and Alfie Whiteman, who's never played uh, for the for the first team. So we needed a top-quality goalkeeper in to push Hugo. And then when Hugo leaves, he's already earned his stripes uh, uh, at Spurs and can slot straight in. We haven't got that. But uh, hass has. We're heading back to the 90s, or certainly the early 2000s. And Sean from Spurs Talk Show, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, get all your comments coming in. Hit that like and hit that subscribe as well. Notification bell as well. Really helps the channel. Really do appreciate it. Uh, but, yeah, Hugo, uh, we need a new goalkeeper. Pickford is the one being talked about. Please, God, no. Uh, Pickford, same as Loris. Good reactions. Powers it straight into the danger zone. Take Straight down the in the middle in the 18-yard box. Straight into the striker's throats. Terrible. Well, if you look at Ramsdale yesterday, every save he made, Kane's routine save, that one from Kane. But it went out for a corner. He pushed it out for a corner. You know, Lovi's recently and Pickford, that would have been palmed out fairly, fairly comfortably in the pitch. Allows the the, the attack to continue. Sess's one. Probably didn't know too much about that. But, you know, brilliant save. Brilliant save. And out for another corner, I think it was. Richarlison's one. Richarlison didn't catch it that well. But didn't spill it. Comfortable and, and the difference of the two goalkeepers when Hugo gets the ball, nerves you can hear the crowd going, Oh, oh, Ramsdale looked totally in control of absolutely everything. I mean, so did his defense as well. So that obviously helps the goalkeeper. But Ramsdale, everything he did was calm and didn't cause any panic at all. Swap that round, Loris everything panicked, panicked. And you knew it was going to be that kind of game for Loris after the first couple of minutes with that pass back, and he's let it run across him, taking an age to kick it, and I think it was Nketiah closed him down, and Loris is panicked. Uh, But yeah, Mark Cousins, big up Chris, Levy out, Conte out, (laughs) everyone out. Uh, Yeah, uh, the everyone out, uh, I'm not agreeing with that totally, but a a large majority out. uh, But again, this just shows the anger uh, of, of what's been happening and certainly yesterday as well. Uh, but yeah, Loris, uh, just get a goalkeeper in. We need a goalkeeper in now. Uh, because Loris, he's not going to be dropped. He's not going to put Forster in. He's going to keep Loris in. And now teams know that Loris is struggling and, and, you know, they're going to let him take the kicks. They're going to pro- cross the ball underneath his crossbar. And Saka, every time after that first goal, every time he got the ball, it was a cross towards Loris. Talk about Sess as well because he, he attacked him. Uh, Another person needs to be dropped. Son, brilliant player for Spurs. Absolutely brilliant player for Spurs in the past and certainly last season. But he has to be dropped. Uh, You you can't have a culture. You can't have a culture, I don't think, a team where when players aren't performing, you've got players on the bench that they aren't getting on because that player was a star and therefore he has to play. Kane has to play, really, because he's the only recognised striker. But we'll talk about Kane later. If he does leave, Richarlison is unbelievable as a striker for Brazil. So he could play as a striker. Yes, it's a step down because it's Harry Kane at the end of the day. But we have got a replacement there who can play. And and now Richarlison is fit and Hill has started playing quite well. You could then have Richarlison as plays on the wing. But if, if Kane needs the rest... He's our striker. Son, he couldn't even dribble yesterday. He'd beaten himself trying to dribble with it and he's hitting his trailing foot and then going nowhere. He was unlucky with a shot uh, in the first half. Another great save by Ramsdale. Second shot in the second half when Kane broke free and gave it to him. Why is he taking a touch? It's the confidence. It's the confidence. That's why. Son last season would have hit that first time and it would have gone in the bottom corner or the top corner. Takes a touch, leaves the defender allowed to to get close to him and then makes some, not panic, but under pressure, balloons it over. Uh, Scott M, how are you doing, buddy? I agree with the idea of sitting, uh, uh, Sitting uh, is that going to be subbing or or sitting on the bench, sitting on the bench? problem is we have no quality behind them to come in. The players behind them are worse and playing worse as well. I agree with that, but I, I, I think if uh, Forster doesn't make a mistake, he's already better than Hugo's been in the last four games. and. For me, with Son as well, what I would do is drop him in in, in in, the sense of take him out of the firing line. He's not getting booed at Spurs, but he, he, I would imagine he can see the crowd putting their head in their hands when he, he's, he's, he's doing these things. Take him out of the firing line, send him into training, Take get some kid from the reserves, defender or, or no, a coach who, who who can't run properly coach who can't run properly. Get him to run rings around him, dribble around him, doing his step overs, putting crosses in. Get that coach who can't move properly, you know, in goal, in the sticks. Practice your one-on-ones. Practice your shootings. Get your confidence up. Take him out of the firing line, then bring him back. Uh, Whether that works or not, I don't know. I spoke to Stella after the game. He's a coach, uh, but he was at a bit of a loss over what to do with Son and the form that he's in. Uh, Wayne, a couple of comments from Wayne. Agreed. Son should have been dropped a while back. Played Perisic, Sess or Hill there. I mean, Sess is a good shout because at Fulham, he was a winger. He wasn't a fullback or wingback. He was a winger and he had license to go and take people on. But I think even now, his confidence is so low that he wouldn't take people on. And then he goes on to say, forgot about Richarlison. Son holds the ball way too long and kills the momentum. Uh, I think the issue with that as well, Wayne, is the fact of the lack of creativity. When we had Ericsson in Poch's era, he was giving the ball to Son instantly, so Son was instantly one-on-one, skins his guy, someone has to come out, so much space, now we don't have that, it's all side-to-side, side-to-side, side-to-side backwards, when Son does get the ball, there's always two people around him, so he has to go back, or has to try and take someone on, beats them, he's then got someone else, so he has to go back, and then he can't get rid of the ball, I think the creativity is absolutely killing us, so that's why I said bring Potch back, Divine will come in, uh, and that's the creativity he'll be hungry but I want to reiterate uh, a lot more people watching now than when I said it earlier pot is not the answer it's just i cannot see anything else that we can do Conte is just too stubborn I think the players aren't playing for him anymore I know Danny Murphy on matter today said the players aren't liking what they're seeing uh, and, uh how they're playing and not responding uh which probably links into why we're playing so much better in the second half when they are allowed the chains off a little bit, but a couple of comments. Got him. Seth Hill, Charleston are so bad and playing worse than Sonny this year. Give Charleston a run in the team. Uh, he'd come good. He'd come good. Uh, frustrating that it would be good for Son and Spurs to sit him out for a game, but we have no options to fill in. Been an issue with the club for years, especially with Kane and Son. I, I agree with that. Certainly in the past, uh, Ben Kaufman, how you doing, buddy? Great to see you yesterday. That was that was the only good thing about yesterday. Seeing loads of different people and Bobby K, little K, and Big K for the first time. Happy birthday again, little K. Uh, slightly belated, but I wished you happy birthday yesterday, so I'm not uh, late. But yeah, seeing all of the, all of the Spurs community in 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 their full apps. That that was always been this season the good part. The good part. And Ben was one of those definitely. Uh, Mark Cousins' potch He is magic, though, you know. uh... He certainly was back in his day, back in his day. Uh, but again, I can't see anything else. We can't stick with Conte like this. I, I think Conte personally will walk uh, in February, certainly when he doesn't get the players. And then we announce our financials, which are very, very healthy. And we could have afforded people. Uh, and then we'll get Poch in. And then, of course, Poch comes in with the team we've got now without being able to do anything uh, until summer. So that's why I think he'll then look to the youth. Harvey White as well, but Alfie Divine. Creativity Harvey White as well has got creativity, I think, brilliant at crosses and set pieces. So he'll definitely bring in both of them, not on loan. Uh, he wouldn't be able to use Dane Scarlett, obviously, on loan. Uh, but certainly next season, I think he'd be in. Uh, and yeah, Ben Kelvin, I couldn't uh, make it because it was too early. But Little K's birthday part was a silver lining of yesterday. Uh, yeah, Peter, I missed that, but yeah, I got to see him afterwards and wish him a happy birthday. Uh, so yeah, uh, and then we come on. Got real issues here with Harry. Uh I went to the game yesterday. I had a feeling, I had a feeling that he'd uh, end up getting his two goals against Arsenal at home, break the record. But what next for Harry? He's gonna get that record this season. If Conte walks, if no players coming in, phew, oh, I mean, if I was Harry Kane, get that record, Spurs legend, leave, don't go to any London team. Uh, He wants Shearer's record, so the obvious choice, Man United. Uh, If Man United, the way they're playing, had a striker, they may have to change the way they play, but they will have a proper, proper recognised striker up there. Uh, I don't think he'd go to Chelsea. I think if he was allowed to go for free and Chelsea were the only ones interested in him, would he then? I'm not sure. I'm still not sure he would because Spurs fans would hate him then. He'd ruin any kind of reputation he had at Spurs. Uh, No way he's going to Arsenal. Uh, I I think he'd rather never play football again than go to Arsenal. I don't think he'll go abroad, though, because like I said, I I think he wants Shearer's record. But he's going to get Greaves' record. But then after that, he's at, you know, I've got Greaves' record, all-time leading scorer. Nothing else I can achieve at Tottenham now. Uh, So I'll head off. Daniel Levy, I've got a year left. That's at the end of this summer, uh, end of this season. I've got a year left. I'm not signing the contract. You either let me go now or I'll go for free. Levy then has a choice to make. Get rid of him for a bit of a cup price, 50, 60 million. uh, Or losing him for absolutely nothing in the summer. Uh, Then what do you do? I mean, it could be a blessing in disguise in a sense, like I said about Richarlison. Much, much better as a striker. uh, See his record for Brazil. But you lose Harry Kane. You lose uh, (laughs) one of the best players I've ever seen in my lifetime at Spurs. And real, real decision to make. I'm convinced unless... Something major happens and we go on a massive run and then look like we're going to do stuff again. And Levy puts his hand in his pocket for the players that Conte wants that Kane ends signing a new deal. No way. If he doesn't sign a new deal, Son's going to be unhappy. His best mate's gone. Uh, sends out a terrible message of letting Harry Kane go. Where do we go from there? Where do we go from there? The, the answer is youth. Would it be Dane Scarlett's turn? He's only had one season. He will have had. Professionally, that's at Portsmouth, League One. Uh, massive step up. We saw Bobby Zamora, League One to uh, Premiership, although, you know, Harry Kane was Championship to uh, Premiership, and Delhi Alley, uh, I think, it was League One when MK Dons were there, uh, and Premiership. So it can be done, can be done. Uh, but yeah, real big worries, real, real big worries for me, especially what happens to Harry Kane once he gets that record, because unless we get lucky with draws and we do turn up in games and take teams like Preston seriously, and get a bit of luck with the draws. We ain't winning that FA Cup. If we come up against a top, top team and play like this, they're going to do us, and and, and we've got no hope. Uh, Like I said, Man City on Thursday. I'm always trying to be positive, like I say, but I mean, if we keep that down to four, I think we've done very well. And that's just a depressing thought, and a a real, real negative thought. Um, But yeah, Sess, let's talk about Sess. Don't have a picture or a banner for him. First half, terrible. Uh, but I don't think it was all his fault. He looked in the second half, whenever Sess went forward, Saka was there to meet him and try and stop him. When Saka, on the other flip side, went forward, it was Sess. Trying to stop him. Where's Son? Son wasn't tracking back at all. You look at Kulusevsky. Kulusevsky was helping Doherty out. That's why nothing really happened on our right side uh, through, through Arsenal's attack there. Martinelli, I'm assuming, was on that left-hand side. Nothing really happened. It was all on the left, all on Cesc. Sess will get the obviously bad rub, and he allowed Saka to beat him too easily without putting a challenge in for that first goal. You can argue, yes, 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 Lovis, Absolute god-awful. But Sess was beaten well, way too easily, and then Saka had him on toast and then did that every single time. But Son has to take some of that responsibility as well. I know he's lacking in confidence, but you can still run. You can still put a shift in. And for me, that that was poor from Son. Uh, I was saying swap him over. Uh, swap Kane, Kane, Kulicevski and Son, because Kulicevski will end up helping SES. But then, Sess is an experienced player. You've got to be saying to your, your person in front, You've got to help me back. You've got to help me back. I've got no doubt if Perisic was playing and he should have been started for me. Experienced player, big game player. If he was playing, he'd have been screaming at Son to help him track back. And I don't think we'd have had Perisic being destroyed by Saka all first half. Cause I think he'd have got Son to track back. Uh, and then of course you get, but yeah, uh, moving back onto session. I I'm, I'm quite excited by Udogi next season. Uh, Who's tearing it up at Udinese, apparently. Uh, and I think, I mean, Perisic—will he be there? Will he not? I—I I don't know. But I think Udogi will be the first choice left wing back or left back, whoever the manager is. Then I—I'm pretty convinced it will not be Conte. And then I'd like to say as well, this is the only positive I've got at the moment, and it's uh, purely selfish. But I said when Conte was uh, appointed, eighteen months. Poch had 18 months. Within two years, Poch will be back. People said I was mad. So if he does come back within that two years, I will be saying, I told you so. Not because I'm bragging and I'm a genius, but because I've got nothing else in Spurs to shout and cheer about because they're not giving me anything to cheer about. But just putting that out there. Just putting that out there. Uh, but yes, yeah, S. I I think I like Ces. He's got, he, he's got the ability and potential to be good. But if you're trying to be Champions League, and even better, you, you can't be carrying passages, you can't be showing potential. You've got to be having that potential showing into actual stuff. And he he he's he's assisted goals, he's done some good stuff, but it's no within no consistency, and it needs to be consistent. And that's where I think the confidence is shot to pieces. So I I I, I would be selling Sess in the summer, uh, not sure who to. Fulham might want him back. He obviously played well there and he's got a, a relationship with the fans. But I think Udogi will replace him. Whether we'll keep Perisic or get someone else in or there's someone in the youth that comes through, I'm not sure. But I think Ses will go and has to go. Udogi will be our first choice. Left back, wing back, what, whatever he is. Uh, yeah, and uh, Ben, uh, all of us can see that Levy wants to bring Poch back. He was someone that worked miracles with a shoestring budget. Absolutely. And uh, He'll be able to do that again, wouldn't he? Uh, But, yeah, I mean, if I was Poch, I wouldn't come back under Levy and under those players who threw him under the bus. But he's got an affinity with the fans. He said he wants to come back because he's got unfinished business. So I think if he got offered the job, he wouldn't even hesitate. He'd come straight back. But he'd then get fired again within five years and then you bring him back for a third time. But anyway, uh, yeah, so Sess. I like Sess. He's got the ability to do good stuff and he has done good stuff in fits and starts. It's not good enough. Not good enough. It needs to be more regular. And for me, I'll be getting weird. Uh, sad to say, young English and 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 you know, good going forward. Unless you you find that, all right, we're going to play with wingers, a left winger and a right winger. You can be our left wing because he was really good when Fulham uh came up from the Championship. I know it's a Championship, but as a winger, you could see the confidence flowing off him every time he got the ball. Like Gareth Bale, I'm taking someone on. Not saying he was as good as Gareth Bale, but you know what I mean. The confidence was there, so I'm taking someone on. Now, turns back. And I I think as well, the negative way that we're playing allows players to then go, okay, I'm going to turn back rather than express myself and go forward and try and make something happen. Kulisevsky seems to be the exception to that rule every time he gets the ball. Although the first half yesterday, Kulisevsky didn't really take anyone on. He was very, very narrow. He wasn't out wide. Second half, much more out wide. And he was tearing their left back to shreds uh you could see he wasn't match fit Uh, a couple of his crosses and shots way off the mark and off the mark where normally they're pinpoint uh just unfortunate he's been a little bit injured um but yeah uh it's taking 38 minutes but we do have to give arsenal credit It's, it's a horrible thing to say horrible thing to do but you know I've always tried to be not impartial, but obviously I'm a Spurs fan, so I try not to be completely biased on Spurs. But Arsenal had a job to do; they went and did that job. It's not our, it's not their fault. We were terrible, didn't close them down, and everything like that. You know, they had a job to do, and they did it. And barring a few saves from Ramsdale, they didn't really look that that under pressure. I think second half, certainly, I think they were two 0 up. No need to go gung ho and get picked off on the counter attack. Uh, We'll play on the counter-attack. And I think if we had a score, one made it 2-1, they'd have then got control of the game again, and then it would have been us under pressure and they'd have probably got a third. So the the second goal, I I don't know how long it takes a professional footballer and club coaches and everything like that who are watching games and analysing games, how long it takes for a professional footballer and coach and manager and everything like that to understand that if you do leave someone on the outside of the box, five yards without being anywhere near them, they will have a shot and they'll have a clear shot to goal. Uh, we did it against Partey uh, in the first game. Uh, we did it in this this game and he, his thunderous effort off the post. Uh, we did it with Odegaard. He scored. We did it against Man United. I, I, I'm not sure who scored that, but it was someone from Man United and countless others. Close the fuckers down. Close them down every single time. Uh, Odegaard had a shot in this in this one as well, similar, that uh, Laurie saved. Every time we're letting people have shots from outside of the box. And is that the negative attitude that, you know, people don't want to take responsibility because the negative attitude feeds that that that. let's not take responsibility, was under Poch. And, and Arsenal now, with a positive attitude, everyone's working for each other. And that, that Saka tracking back uh, where when he was assessing uh, on against Saka, Uh, And if he does beat Saka, he's then got the uh, uh, right back to contend with. That's the positive attitude that you get. And that's the teamwork. Arsenal are a team. We're individuals just bound together by the fact that we're wearing the same coloured shirt. Uh, We used to be that team under Poch. We used to be that team that Arsenal are now. We've thrown that blueprint away, given it to Arsenal. And now they're running away with the league. Uh, We had that. We had that. And that is Levy's fault. By not giving Poch the rebuild, you need a rebuild. Alex Ferguson had about seven rebuilds and was constantly winning leagues. Uh, yeah. And uh, Ben, Arsenal were fantastic yesterday. No problem saying that. I've got problems saying that because I hate saying that, but we have to be realistic and I have to be honest. They were fantastic. Partey, say we want about Partey, and we all know about that. And And he ran that game in that first half. He ran that game in that first half because we allowed him to. They had three in the middle, we had two, so we were outnumbered anyway. Change it, put three in the middle, put three in the middle. Uh, <laughs> Chris from Leicester till I die. Uh, you think you've got problems? Uh, very true. We do have to kind of uh remember where things are, but uh, we're Spurs fans, Chris. We've always got problems, even if we'd won the league and didn't lose a game, we've still got problems because we're Spurs fans and we're so pessimistic and so so angry all of the time. Uh, but yeah. Big up for watching. Big up, Chris. And make sure you get over to less till I die TV as well. And uh, yeah, yeah. Good point by Ben. You guys have a premier league. We've got a runners up medal. Uh, But yeah, Arsenal, a team yesterday, working for each other, working hard for each other. The defence, calm, calmness personified. We're slashing at clearances. We've got a goalkeeper who's all over the place. I had a cold last week. I think if I'd have coughed in his face, he wouldn't have caught that cold. I don't think he's capable. Whereas Ramsdale, like I said, no pissing about, just did his job, made his saves, made his catches from crosses, kicked uh, passed the ball to his uh, uh, teammates. No pissing about, no messing about, just calmness. Same with their defenders and their midfield ran the game in the first half. Didn't have to in the second half. They knew we'd attack, so they sit back a little bit more and then play on the counter attack. Could have scored a couple. We could have scored a couple as well, but Ramsdale played well. Uh, no bones about that, that Ramsdale played well. If he was having a shocker of a game, we would have scored a couple. But, yeah, it just really, really irks me and grates on me that we had what Arsenal have got now, a team. A team and a vision and a way of playing. And we've thrown it all away because Levy could not give Poch his rebuild and the players that he wanted. And for me, like I said, that's why Levy has taken as far as he can now. He won't go anywhere. We make him too much money. And that's all they're concerned about. Enoch and Levy. That's all they're concerned about. So he's not going anywhere. But I think a change will come. I can see, you know, was it? Two weeks left until the end of January. Poch leaving by then. Poch, uh, Conte leaving by then, sorry. Uh, and then it comes to the last point I've got here. What next for Spurs? I mean, the what next I can see, like I said, I've, I've said time and time again on this sh- show. Conte leaves, fired, or walks, or, or whatever. Potch comes in, uh, tries to car- uh, steady the ship, bringing the youth, Alfie Divine, Harvey White, bringing some creativity. And then we go again in the summer. But, you know, Levy has already shown with Potch that he can get, a- get over on him. I'm not spending anything. And he's a yes man. Has he changed? He may have changed, Potch, you know. Being used to being able to spend whatever he wants PSG, he may have... Uh, 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 changed. Uh, but then we've got Kane, contract up, uh, uh not this summer, summer afterwards. Uh And someone said to me, I think it was Ben Daniel from We Are Tottenham TV after the game. He can see Man United putting a bid in, a serious bid of like 60 million. Serious because of the fact he's only got one year left. Uh 60 million if he had five years left is an insult. Uh, But 60 million pound bid in for Kane. And then what do we do? If Kane's already said, I'm not signing a contract regardless. You have to take that 60 million. You have to take that 60 million. Uh, you can't risk him going away free. And that 60 million can be used if we look at Kulisevsky and Bentakov, two top, top quality players if we scout correctly. Uh, but that's another issue as well. Uh, yeah, good point by Benny. He also didn't give Paul Mitchell the keys to the kingdom. Paul Mitchell, brilliant scout. Scouted Delhi Alley. Say what you want about Delhi Alley. Delhi Alley at that time fitted our team like an absolute glove. Uh, he's terrible on the ball, brilliant off the ball. We've got Dembele, Eriksen, who occupies so many defenders. We've got Eriksen, who pings the ball straight to Son, skins him one-on-one. Someone else has to come out. So much space for Deli Alley to get into. doesn't have to play with the ball. He just gets into the runs. Whereas when Mourinho was there, it's all about being involved in the play. And he's not good enough. He's not good enough. And I think that's partly as well why Deli Alley's fallen out of love for football and just doesn't care anymore. But Paul Mitchell scouted him. Saw that we needed someone who could do that role and it fit us like a glove. 20 goals in one of the season 16, 17, I think, uh, coming from deep. And there we count as other people that Paul Mitchell scouted. But yeah, Poch, Paul Mitchell, brilliant team, brilliant team. Poch saying, I need a player who can do this. Paul Mitchell goes out and scouts them. And again, I, I, why it didn't work, I don't know, because Deli Alley, 5 million. You know, normally, if you're buying a ready-made player like that, that's at least sixty million, which Levy doesn't want. And yeah, just (laughs) I would have thought it worked for Levy: cheap, cheap, cheap signings, but do a job. But anyway, uh, but yeah, what next? Uh, (laughs) Well, next is Man City, which could be an absolute rugby score, like I've said. But if Conte is going to stay, he's got to change his stubbornness. He's got to start playing. Jed Spence. Give him a chance. Emerson couldn't cross a road, let alone football. Matt Doherty doesn't seem to trust him. Give Jed a chance, Spence a chance. chance. Yeah, you've made your point that you didn't sign him and you're not happy about it. But And if you don't want to play him, send him out on loan. Send him out on loan and give him some game time with a manager who does want him there. Yeah, just stop with the stubbornness. Allow the handbrakes to come off. Allow the handbrake to come off. Allow us to play in the first half and second half like we do in the second half. Don't let us sit back and just, you know, wait until we're one, two nil down to, to start playing football. Allow us to be positive, allow us to be positive and not negative. Drop the players that are letting you down. Bring Forster in, bring Forster in, show Loris. I know you've won a world cup and you've been quality for us, but you're not undroppable. If you, if you keep dropping these clangers, then you're out, I'm afraid. doesn't matter who you are. Drop Son. Put Richarlison in. See what he can do. Again, tell Son, I know you've been wonderful for us. And, you know, we get a lot of Korean fans who come to see you and it ge- generates us a lot of money. But this is about a football game. This is about winning games, not about money. So pull pull your finger out. Get back to your form. Get on the training pitch. Go and extra training afterwards. Take a coach who's, who's useless. Run rings around him, get your shots off, put him in goal, get your confidence back up. And yeah, otherwise we're going to be left seriously behind. Well, we're already seriously behind if we're talking about titles, but in terms of top four, we're going to be left seriously behind. Man, Man United, Newcastle, I think dead certs, unless something ridiculous happens. Uh Arsenal are dead certs as well. So it's Arsenal, Newcastle, Man United. Then, then, then who? You know, uh, Liverpool. I don't know who's in uh, third or fourth at the moment. Uh, let me have a look. Quick look. Uh, I know Man United are fourth. I thought they were second before yesterday's games. Uh, I'm not sure who is now. Uh, so let me have a quick look. Oh, Man City! How can I forget about Man City? So Arsenal, Man City, Newcastle, Man United. At this moment in time, they're the dead cert top four for me. What what order? Not quite sure. Uh, but then you've got us, five points behind, but we played a game extra than uh, Man United. Fulham, I mean, they, could, they played a game more than us. Uh, Liverpool are all over the place, but they're, they're a game behind us as well. Uh, and Liverpool are capable of ha- having a real real good run. Uh, but yeah, unless we back our ideas up and Conte's got to change his stubbornness or he's got to go for me. And like I say, Poch ain't the answer. We ain't going to get rid of Conte, get Poch in. And then all of a sudden we're gonna get back to that 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 those days of the 16-17 season. It's not gonna happen like that. And if it ever happened like that, I'm not sure. But at least then, <laughs> for my money and watching football, I'd be entertained a little bit. They'd be attacking football. And I might ha- I'd have an opinion of, well, we can score a goal here. We can score a goal in this game. We can win this game. Because at the moment, I go into games thinking we ain't gonna score a goal. We ain't gonna score a goal. And you can't have that. The players can't have that. The players need to have the belief as well. And, and yeah. So what's next for Spurs? I don't know. Levy ain't going to go anywhere. I don't think we're making too much money. Unless someone comes in and says I'll give you three billion for the lot. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. So yeah, it's, it's real, real problems at the moment. But like Chris from "Less Till I Die TV says uh it could be worse. It could be worse. But the issue is You've got a champion, you know, when you're at your heyday, you won a Premier League, you've won a a Community Shield, you've got the trophies to back that up. Yeah, we had a wonderful time, and here's the silverware for it. We had a wonderful time. We didn't win anything, and now it's all fallen down. So we haven't had that heyday in, in, in that sense. We've had some good times, but nothing to show for it, and now we're miles off. And we were there, and we've fallen off. That's my big, big, big issue, and that's because he never got the rebuild that he asked for. And he was absolutely right that he needed that rebuild. And still there's so much dead wood that needs to go out. And I wouldn't be averse. I wouldn't be averse. Get rid of the dead wood. Bring the youth in. Alfie Divine, Harvey White, Dane Scarlett. There'll be a few others as well. Alfie Whiteman. At least they'll be hungry. At least they'll be hungry and something to prove. Whether they're good enough, not sure. Pappy Sars a good one. I, let's talk about him, actually. I thought he actually played quite well. He had a. a Pretty poor first 10 minutes, uh, 10, 15 minutes. But he was always looking for the ball. But the issue is, without the creativity, players then don't make a run because they know there's no one to find them the bo- give them the ball. So it's just wasted energy. So every time he got the ball, got in space, there was no movement for him. He has to go backwards. If he plays a long ball, it goes nowhere. He gets panned for giving the ball away and a terrible pass. But he gets panned for going backwards because there's no one making runs. But I thought he played quite well. Uh, but yeah. Where we go from here, I do not know. It's a huge, huge two weeks. uh, Huge two weeks, and we need the sign-ins now. There's an element I suppose of of teams aren't going to willingly let people go because they need the replacements in first, and that might not happen until the end. So there are two weeks left, but history will tell you we ain't going to do a huge amount in this transfer window, and there's so much we need. We need a new goalkeeper, but again, Stick Forster in. Stick Forster in and drop lorries. But he won't do that. I don't think he'll do that. Uh, but, yeah, I do worry about the next three games, league games, <laughs> Man City full of Man City. Uh, we could be on the verge of, of four losses on the trot here. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much my rant, pretty much my rant for this evening. Uh, like I said, uh, purposely didn't ask anyone to come on just because I don't want to talk about Spurs and this god-awful game for too long. We'll have a preview, a view of the Man City game on Friday. Hopefully, have guests on for that. Unless we get done ten 0 and then I won't want to talk about that for much long, <laughs> for a huge amount of time either. But uh, if we get a good result, a draw or win, <laughs> a win, uh, definitely have guests on. But there'll definitely be a show on Friday, and then Monday uh, again. I think that will be talking about the uh, Preston game. I think that's at the weekend, isn't it? Preston game. So yeah. Uh, please hit the like, please hit the subscribe if you haven't done so already. Thanks to everyone who's put their comments in and, and in, been involved in the chat. Really do appreciate it. But yeah, if you haven't done, done so already, hit the like, hit the subscribe. If you like a bit of magic, Chris's Magic, that's another YouTube channel, my little side hustle. One week, uh, uh, one show every week. That's on Wednesdays, 7.30 p.m. UK time. But every every trick, 25 now, 24 or 25, uh, is there. So you can go and watch them all as well. There's one tutorial on a little shuffle as well. Uh, yeah, uh, only saw this now, can't this catch up. How you doing, Valley? Uh, we could have signed Pedro and Trossard two weeks ago. Absolutely. Uh, it's just the whole Tottenham. We're looking at these people. We're looking at these people by our TV sets. We're not actually making any kind of effort to sign them, and it's just a smoke screen. Uh Yeah, and we could have had Pedro and Trossard for the Arsenal game. Uh, Trossard would be a big answer to our creative creativity problem. Uh back. Kulosevsky, if you have a full uh, a bill of health for a while, we'll only get better. Benton we need Benton back. We've got no one in that midfield at the moment. That I, I feel confident when we get the ball, He can keep control the ball similar to how Dembele controlled the ball. He's nowhere near as Dembele's level yet. Dembele most underrated player in Premier League history, potentially certainly one of the top five for me. Unbelievable player. Uh, Never lost the ball uh, apart from the Man United game. But uh, yeah, doesn't matter what manager we sign, can't progress under Levy. Absolutely time for him to go. He won't go though, because we make him too much money. Uh, but yeah, and and if Conte goes, Poch will come in, and that'll be another appeasement signing as well. Uh, whether there'll be a project, the project was already there, and the project got cut short because he wouldn't give him his rebuild. Uh, if they look at these players anymore, they'll be peeping. Tom's <laughs> uh, Mitrovic, Savic uh, uh, is up for sale. We can look the uh, we look the other way, absolutely. But yeah, so many things to be pissed off about, and I've had enough talking about it now. For I'm going to go and enjoy uh, my TV. Uh, enjoy the rest of my evening before I have to wake up for work. So, thanks for watching. Thanks for all the comments. Please hit the like. Please hit the subscribe. Go to Chris's Magic. Do the same there. Go and watch the uh, back catalogue. Let me know what you think on there. we be back Friday, 12.30pm UK time, talking about the Manchester City morning uh, game. The game morning, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but yeah. And yeah, why were there no uh, calls for Levy's head after the final whistle? I think people were just so fed up, but I, I, I don't know. I know Brian da- Daigle left at half time. And, uh, yeah, be back on Friday, 12.30pm UK time and then Monday, 12.30pm UK time same time next Monday. Till then, very difficult to say this but I have to say it, come on you Spurs.
0: Thanks so much for watching, for everybody who joined in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please leave a like and hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Also please hit that notification bell, that'll give you a notification every time we're about to go live and it's all completely free. For those who missed the live show, you can catch this whenever you want on Let's Talk Tottenham's YouTube channel. Please also hit the like, subscribe and notification bell and everybody please leave feedback, comments, suggestions in the comments section on the for those of you who listen to the audio podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anyone who wants that audio podcast, you can pick that up wherever you get your podcasts from. We're back Mondays, 7.30pm UK time, and Fridays, 12.30pm UK time. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter at L Talk Tottenham, Instagram, let's talk Tottenham podcast, you can find all the information there. Anyone who wants something a little bit different also do a magic show so i do one trick a week which drops wednesday 7 30 p.m uk time chris's magic on youtube is where you'll find that but in the meantime come on you spurs